Welcome to Why Though the Podcast. <laughs> we did it. That Baby. was amazing. Hi. Hello, Lizzie Acker. How are you? I'm great, Destiny Johnson. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Yes, I'm Destiny Johnson. I work at The Oregonian. I'm a social media producer, and I'm helping the Lizzie Acker of The Oregonian turn her very popular advice column, Why Though, into this very podcast you're listening to. This is that. I'm Lizzie Acker. I write an advice column for The Oregonian called Why Though, and um, now I get to talk to you guys. With the help of Destiny, we are going to go through questions that come to me, come into my inbox or through text or through the ether, um, and we're going to talk about them so then I can answer them in a future column. And usually how it goes is we'll have the podcast comes out on Thursdays, and then the following Tuesday, the column will be discussing that very podcast. Yep, and you can find that column, the new column, and every other column that Lizzie has written for some seriously ace advice for your life at organlive.com slash why though, W-H-Y-T-H-O. It's the hip spelling. Don't be mistaken. It's a really cool way to spell it. So just know that. And know that you can also find podcast episodes there. You can find everything why though. You'll see cute pictures of me and Destiny. You'll get all the advice you need. You'll find out how to text me if you want, which is a pretty cool thing that you can do. So if you want to text me, you can text ADVICE to 503-751-8731, and then you can click the link and subscribe. If you do that, then you will be getting texts from me, actually from me, Lizzie Acker. Um, and it, it there's a 14-day, so two weeks free trial, and then it costs like $3.99 a month. But the value the value destiny you can text directly with me wow and it's not like she's just sending reminders of her advice column lizzie will be reaching out to you for your advice for your thoughts on her advice columns for your thoughts on the podcast even your benign gossip we would love to hear your gossip just uh, know that you can you can chat with Lizzie, and uh, if you want stuff to be put on the pod, let her know. If you don't want stuff to be put on the pod, that's okay. You can still text. I give people advice for free as well. I mean, I guess it's three ninety nine in this case, but like people ask me for advice in my life, and I'll be like, yeah, I'll give you advice. Um, also, I did just text my my text group and ask them for their best summertime advice. So if you, the listener, has any advice on like how to just like live this summer because it is I was about to say it's still summer it just became summer two days ago but when you listen to this it'll be a little further along in the summer Mm -hmm. but we'll still have plenty more I was just I rode my e-bike into work today and I was like this is Portland's time you know it's just so beautiful out there the river shimmers um so I don't know send me your advice about how to live live your best life this summer or, or tell me what you're planning to do to live your best life this summer. I have so many summer thoughts that I feel are divergent from Lizzie's <laughs> summer thoughts and I cannot wait for that episode so I can just unleash them. But today, today. we have a different conundrum. Mm-hmm. We have somebody who has named themselves or perhaps Lizzie named them. I think actually this person named themselves. Okay, they named themselves Exhausted by Mess. So they're, I mean, that's a that's a big intro. So are you ready for this? We're going to pose this conundrum. ready. And we're going to start the advice, baby. Okay. This person, exhausted by mess, writes, Dear Lizzie, is it reasonable 
to expect the person watching your child or children to pick up, or even better, have the children pick up, messes that are made on their watch. Does the nature of the mess, stuff left out versus mud on the floor, for example, matter? What if the stuff left out includes things like markers that your small child cannot be trusted with unless supervised? And here's the kicker. If the person is a family member watching your kid for free on the regular, do you just suck it up and clean it up yourself after a long work day? I don't want to seem ungrateful, but I'm just really tired of coming home to a messier house than the one I left. Exhausted by mess. Whew. There's a lot in this question. Yeah. And um, I think we can we can come at this from different angles. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like this questioner kind of poses multiple scenarios. Right. And um, I appreciate the thoughtfulness from all corners. You yeah. Know? And I have a child, though I would say I don't have a lot of in-home child care um, and have only like occasionally. But, but it's true that when it is. That does happen. It's usually a, mm-hmm. a family member. Um, but I've also done a lot of childcare. I don't know about you, but I started babysitting when I was 11. I spent a full summer babysitting three children when I was 11, probably getting paid $3 an hour. Wow. Yeah, I, um, I'm childless. And uh, I, have a, I have a dog. He doesn't make a ton of mess. Um, uh, I make more mess than him for sure. But I, yeah, I have a real extensive babysitting background um, uh, because coming up, all the kids went to my Nana's house. My Nana babysat all the kids. As she got older, and also I got older, um, <laughs> babysitting the babies was more difficult for her, oh, right? Yeah. She's she's disabled, and she uses, like, a hover-around situation to get around and stuff. So I would watch the baby babies um, mm. and the toddlers, you know, the runners. Um, <laughs> so I spent uh, many, many years uh, watching many, many children. So I have, yeah, I have a lot of experience from that side. But it was always free. Oh, you did it always for free? Oh, it was all for free. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah they're family members. So yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Though I do kind of feel like, I mean, I, the people who had me babysit when I was 11 definitely got what they paid for, which was very bad childcare. But the kids are okay, you know, they're all fine sure. now. Unsupervised 11-year-old watching children. Ooh. Yeah, it wasn't even just that I was unsupervised. It was two families, so mm-hmm. three kids from two families. They were close friends, and they all had sons also. Okay. Uh-huh. So these were the three young daughters and the older sons, some of them older than me, the boys were just around all summer. Mm -hmm. It was all summer, me watching these three girls with older boys around. Um, The boys, of course, could not be watching the children. They were just harassing me. (laughs) And I was probably definitely flirting with them. Sure. Some days playing Street Fighter with one of the cute boys in the neighborhood, Mm -hmm. telling the kids to just go play outside. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I also had fun. Um, Good. But yeah, a little bit of weird sexism going on there. It was the 90s. What do you expect? Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, I do think there is a little difference in expectation when you pay somebody and when you don't pay somebody. I've had babysitters that I've paid, actually, as an adult now, as a mom, who didn't clean up anything. And, you know, kids mess and I'm talking like toys. I'm not talking about like beans all over the floor or something (laughs) because I do think oh this question this letter writer also you know yeah if it's mud on the floor versus um toys I mean there's just a difference in the problem of cleaning it up later like it's just so much easier to clean up when it's wet for example and so much more like you're gonna 
mess, make a huger mess if you don't just, that's not a word, huger. You're going to make a bigger mess if you don't clean it up. Um, toys, obviously, like, eh, it's annoying, but it's not like a biohazard. Um, but yeah, I've had babysitters, uh, younger babysitters, definitely. So usually, say my parents would watch my child, and in that situation, I think my house is probably cleaner than <laughs> you know, like my if my mom uh, doesn't like to sit still. So if the baby's asleep, she's probably gonna be like washing a dish or something, which I I don't require. Mother, I love you. <laughs> um, though usually my kid would go over to her house anyway. Um, but yeah, I've had younger babysitters. And we'll come home and, like, there's toys everywhere, you know. And it's a little surprising because I feel like when I was a babysitter, I would never have done that. Um, but maybe expectations have changed. I was going to ask if that was surprising to you because I also have a mother who's a doer mm-hmm. who can't sit still. In fact, I have had to have conversations with her about coming over to my house and starting to clean. <laughs> Especially, I live across the country, so she, she <laughs> it's a little different, right? She flies across the country, and we're hanging out, and, like, I'll, I'll turn a corner, and she's, like, scrubbing a baseboard. And I'm like, oh, what gosh. are you doing? It's, it's a lot of love because, yeah, you know, totally. a clean home, it makes for like a clean mind, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I, my mom knows that that's true about me. So she's definitely trying to like alleviate a need. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I have a mother who's a doer. So my nature is also to be a doer. Yeah. I would feel a sense of guilt to leave a house messy. Like yeah. I wouldn't, I guess it's twofold. One, I wouldn't want to leave someone's house a mess because I feel like it's a little disrespectful, right. regardless of whether I'm being paid. Mm-hmm. But also, if I'm your family member, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to leave your house a mess. I wouldn't yeah. want you to come over to my house and leave a mess. Right. And the other side of that is I, growing up with all the kids around and growing up and being raised as a child, <laughs> it was like part of the process to teach age-appropriate cleaning up. Right. Like, you know, mm-hmm. little, little kids maybe aren't going to understand, okay, take that toy and go put it over there, right. but you can sit with them next to where the stuff belongs and hand them something and allow right. them to put it there. You know what I mean? Like, right. this was teaching habits that we wanted to the kids to have to right. move forward. So I'm just wondering how much of that is or isn't going on, and maybe you could approach it from that angle, because I d- unfortunately exhausted my mess. Yeah. I'm not sure you have a leg to stand on here. I agree. I mean, like, I, I, I agree that it's going to be a real hard conversation, especially if it's free childcare. It's almost like you can't. Unfortunately, childcare is so expensive. You are not going to get away with $3 an hour that you did for three children when I was <laughs> a youth. It was the 90s. You're also not going to probably get an 11-year-old to watch your kids. <laughs> I mean, I, it's crazy to think about how the expectations have shifted. And I wonder partially also, if, you know, like we would never have an 11-year-old watch our ch- child. I, I'm looking at Destiny like she has one, but I, I think she you probably wouldn't if you had one. Absolutely um, not. <laughs> I wouldn't even have me, a responsible 11-year-old, watch my, you know, uh, but maybe because we were so young when we started doing childcare, adults were treating us like children. It was just a different time. I mean, I mm-hmm. was definitely told what to do by the parents. Mm-hmm. And, like, they weren't shy about being like, make sure you do this, or da-da-da-da-da. Um, whereas now it's like, oh, I don't want to be rude to my babysitter by telling them what to do. Oh, that's funny, yeah. <laughs> I think that the, there's just been a cultural shift a little bit. But I do think you can approach it as... This is an important skill I'm trying to teach my children because it's true. We should, 
we should be teaching our kids how to clean up. Um, for a lot of reasons, mainly because you want them to clean up, but I do think like it's a lifelong skill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so that's how I think I would approach it in a way that it's about the kid and not the person who's taking care of the kid. Like, hey, you know, we're just really working on um, teaching little um, Susie, I don't know, sure. to clean up. And so do you think like after you guys play a game with toys, you can practice putting those toys away? You can even like do it together or sing a song. Sometimes that helps before you get out another set of toys. We were a big fan of the Barney cleanup song. It's cleanup time, right? Clean up, clean up, everybody, <laughs> okay, everywhere. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one, uh, I, yeah. we did that one a lot. My, I also have a question for Exhausted by mm-hmm. Mess is if they're in this room and they can respond to me in real text time. Me. Maybe, I was just going to say, maybe you could text Lizzie. Please text <laughs> Lizzie, that, that would be great. Um, but my question is, like, the person who's babysitting your kid, are they also slovenly? Um, Mm -hmm. is that the issue? You know what I mean? Like, is their level of mess different than your level of mess? Mm -hmm. Like, my level of mess, wildly different than, like, my roommate's level of mess. I'm a... My mom calls me the shit fairy. She says she knows every room I've been in because I leave something behind. (laughs) Because I got a lot of stuff. I like a clean space. Can't talk to the cluttered. Ah, of it Um, like I'll move everything to Lysol but there's 20 things on the counter right so um, maybe your standards of clean are just different and this person doesn't know so I think Lizzie to Lizzie's point about like hey this is as somebody who's watching over my child and theoretically interested in the longevity of my child (laughs) as a family member (laughs) like hey this is a skill we're trying to work on Mm -hmm. I think that that is probably your best bet in approaching this Mm -hmm. but if they're just a messy person Mm -hmm you might have to have a different conversation, which I don't envy you for that. Yeah, and I just have to go back to the fact that childcare is so expensive, and I don't want you to do anything to jeopardize your free childcare. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, um, probably with the money you're saving on free childcare, you could pay for someone to come clean your house once a month. Obviously, it won't deal with the cluttered mess, but it would give you more time so you don't have to clean the toilets. That's very true. I do have a childless hot take. Ooh. Um, exhausted. <laughs> that you should get rid of your children. <laughs> no, no, Send no, no, them no. to summer camp. <laughs> no, no. Um, exhausted by mess. This is absolutely no shade. Anybody who has kids, this is absolutely no shade. But um, I understand that you had a long day at work, but when you get home, you still have a kid. <laughs> and you still have some messes. You signed up take. for it. Destiny's saying um, you signed up for like it. Like a little bit. Like I, not in like a mean way. Like not in like a way where I don't believe in like government assistance or people helping out or anything like <laughs> Like nothing too aggressive. But I just also kind of mean like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. this is what you would have to deal with if you couldn't afford some form of childcare. Right. You would have to figure out how to both work and deal with the messes that your kid creates. And I guess that comes from the standpoint of having um, a mom who spent many years as a single mom and then Mm -hmm. we were, you know, and then she got married. But um, she had to, you know, you still got you, you know, this you have to go home and feed your kids. I'm I'm very sure that you do, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And care for them in the ways that you have time to both provide for your family and care for them. Mm -hmm. This might be one of those things. So what I'm ultimately saying is reframing this Mm -hmm. might help you feel less bad if right. if you decide that you're not going to broach this topic. Right. And I, I'm going to go a little further different, slightly different, in that I think 
I agree with you. You know, like part of being a parent is cleaning up after your kids. Sometimes, I mean, I think you need to teach them how to clean up. Sure. Um, another way that you could deal with it is letting go a little bit and just being like, sometimes the toys are left out. Um, if the kids, and this actually happens in my house, if the child leaves the markers with no lids on and they become dried out markers, then there are no more markers. And that's just like, Unfortunate. Yeah, that that's like <laughs> another way of teaching the kid how to clean up when you're not there. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. Um, I mean, you can talk to your kids about it and ask them to clean up. And, you know, if you're exhausted and you're getting home and there's toys on the floor, walk past the toys, walk to the bathroom, take a shower, brush your teeth, and, and go hug to bed. Your, hug your baby. Yeah, yeah, hug yeah. Hug your baby. You know, like, like the mess is is not the end of the world. I know sometimes it feels like it and it's like my house is chaos and whatever. I totally, totally get that. Um, but if you can just maybe let go a little bit. And I think you can talk to the person. Just talk to them about, you know, frame it like as the kid. You're trying to teach the kid something. I bet this person loves your kids because, you know what? Someone doing free childcare loves you and loves your kids. Oh, for sure. Um, you obviously have not terrible kids. Right. You know, and they're doing okay. Um, so, yeah, give give yourself that kind of, I don't know. Um, like the grace to be exhausted. Yeah. Like if you are exhausted, yeah. I, it, it, Go to bed. It, it'll be okay. You're not a worse person because there are toys on the floor. There is mm-hmm. no morality associated with a clean home. And while I do understand the yeah. idea that, like, I do feel a little more anxious when my space is more cluttered, mm-hmm. it's also, like, not going to be the end of the world and you are a working parent you're a working mother and and like you also deserve to be tired sometimes (laughs) that's okay yeah I mean weren't we talking about I feel like was it last no maybe it wasn't the last episode that you have heard listener but the last (laughs) episode I have heard we were talking about like as you know um a working parent I think someone once told me like taking a shower isn't self-care you know you have to you have to treat yourself with the amount of love that this person is treating you with by giving you free childcare. Um, and sometimes that means letting go of one thing just a, a few times. It's like we're trying so hard to hold on to everything and make everything perfect and keep everything together and keep everything right. It literally isn't possible all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I've found as we're like less in the pandemic or more, I have, like, so many more activities. And, like, I social activities are super important to me. Like, talking to friends, going for walks, seeing people. And I'm, like, exercising less in the same, you know, than I was last summer. And I'm, like, ugh. But the reality is, on, is I just can't do everything all the time. You know, so you have to pick things. And I honestly think letting some toys be on the floor is an easy one to let go. For me, okay, my house is... A, GDMS. No, it's not that much of a mess, but that's because my husband. Um, but, yeah. I say something stupid, but it makes me chuckle, which is why I say it. When I'm feeling stressed, but there's not anything I can really do about it, like nothing super actionable at the moment, I always say, what can you do when you live in a shoe? <laughs> <laughs> just say that. It, it's so dumb, but sometimes you just have to, like, what, like, what can you do? There's nothing mm-hmm. to be done. And that doesn't mean, like, 
sometimes that doesn't mean like I can physically go pick the thing up off the floor. Sometimes that means I realized I've reached my limit. Mm-hmm. And while I could go pick the thing up off the floor, I'd rather watch a movie with my kid. Right. Or I would rather do whatever, you know, yeah. um, to nourish myself. Or maybe mm-hmm. that means cooking the dinner I really want right. or I know my kid wants or something like that. Like, yeah. There is a happy medium somewhere. I'm very sorry that you're exhausted by mess. This is like a weird pickle to be in. Yeah. The mud, however, mm. I feel mm. like that's a little a little bit yeah. different. You might be able to approach that just as normal. Right. Like a normal, because like. Like, could to, you please clean up the mud? Yeah, because to Lizzie's point, like, it's just going to get more places if you don't clean it up. Right. <laughs> so I'm like wondering how much mud was on the floor. I guess it doesn't really matter. Right. From that standpoint, that's like. Grosser than toys. Or like beans. You know, like if there was like refried (laughs) beans like encrusted on the table, I feel like you could just be like, hey, um, I don't know if you noticed there were some beans on the table. You you could clean that up because I don't want my child. I also don't know how old this person's child or children are. They could be putting that stuff in their mouth and stuff like that. That's not great. I also think, you know, say you did let it go for the evening. You go to sleep. You wake up. In the morning, you can ask your kids to pick it up yourself. That too, yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously an age-appropriate way, like we were kind of talking about before, which can be, you know, really hands-on if the kid is really Mm -hmm. little and needs, like, a lot of guidance and that repetitive sort of thing to get it in their tiny brain. Mm -hmm. Um, But if they're a little older, you know, four or five, you can give – that is great to give them a task that they have to leave you to go do. Yeah. And use their little brains to do. My nanny used to do that to us all the time. She'd be oh, like, yeah. can you go in the first bedroom and get the <laughs> blue whatever that's on the thing? Because we were dumb and we would walk in there and be like, it's not in there. And she knows exactly, you know what I mean? So like <laughs> right. teaching kids to do stuff like that is is only teaching them independence. Um, yeah. And helping them, you know, set up for being able to clean up their own homes sure. someday in the future. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I think a really funny thing that happens at three-year-old soccer, indoor soccer, that's oh. all, is that... Like, the kids just have the best time picking up the balls. You know, so like, cute. sometimes the most fun they have, and they have a lot of fun, is cleaning up. It's very so, cute. Yeah. And I, I think also, it'll be okay. I think it'll be okay. Ultimately. I also think, you know, it's hard depending on the age of the person watching your kids. Mm-hmm. If it's a younger person, I do think it's a little easier to be like, hey, you know, I'm just trying to help you be a better babysitter. Also, I feel like you should be paying them if they're a younger person. Sure. <laughs> At least if $3 it's like an your hour. mom. Um, right. That's harder. That's up to you and how to engage right. with that. I mean, I know that I personally could say to my mom, I mean, this would never happen with my mom, but like, mm-hmm. you know, but I can see a scenario where a mom might be a little insulted. Right. You know, to hear this from her child. So that, yes. so again, I think Lizzie's advice to approach it from the child's perspective is, is ace advice, but I think ultimately there is a way, no matter who this person is, to right. approach it gently. Gently, gently, and um, be gentle with them, be gentle with yourself, mm-hmm. and uh, also work on teaching your kids how to clean up when you are with them. Right, yeah. Yeah, but it is hard. I know, I have walked into a room and been like, what? You know, like, <laughs> uh, come home yeah. after a long, like, I don't know, out for something, and then there's just like, for some reason, my child, when there's any anyone else, she would just love to take literally everything out of every bin, her entire closet. The floor is covered in stuffies. Mm-hmm. Like, how can one walk? This is a fire hazard. But, um... Yeah, one adult's fire hazard is one tiny person's obstacle course. Right. So, <laughs> so. so there's also that, too. Like, ultimately... 
your kids are having a great time and they're looked after and you're doing yep. you're doing great exhausted by mess I want you to know that you're doing great yeah. it's going to be it's going to be all right I'm really sorry but um I also think yeah you'll this shows it. you'll fix it and there's totally po- a possible way to talk to the person yeah. about it but also just remember that that means that the person hopefully is spending all this time with your kids yeah. loving your kids taking care of your kids and they're more focused on that than cleaning up so that's like could be thought of as ultimately a good thing. Mm-hmm. And while you're at work, you know your kids are in good hands, and that's not to say that this isn't frustrating. That's oh, not to yeah, like yeah, brush totally. this off, like obviously, yeah. like I don't even have kids, but sometimes when you come home from just like an extremely long day, oh gosh, and it's just like it's it's the straw that breaks the camel's back, right? Like mm. you're totally fine all day, and then you walk in your room and you forgot it was a mess, and then you just cry. I yeah. get that. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, we've so, all been there. Yeah, I, I want to validate that feeling mm-hmm. by also hoping that you listen to all the prior advice. Yeah. And thanks, thanks for sending us the question. Yes, absolutely. And if you, listener now, or even Exhausted by Mess, want to text me and talk to me about anything, if you want to send me questions, if you want to just talk, um, text the word ADVICE to 503-751-8731 and then just click the link and subscribe. You won't be disappointed, I promise. Um, I can second that. I will endorse that. Uh, I'm not going to be doing any of the texting, but uh, as somebody who texts Lizzie regularly, it's It's a great time. That's true. I would pay $4 a month for it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, you can find all of this advice um, in a much more succinct way, you know, like got a little bow on it, mm-hmm. um, at, uh, organlive.com slash why though, W-H-Y-T-H-O. This advice column will be out the Tuesday after this airs. So this will be Thursday when it comes out. It's Thursday today. Hello, Thursday. Mm -hmm. Hi, Thursday. The Tuesday closest to today. This one will come out. But all the other one, prior ones are there. They have a lot of really great uh, advice in them. And also you can find prior episodes of this very podcast. Which we Um, also give great advice. We talk about our favorite Reddit forum. Uh, We talk about the cute drinks we're drinking. mm -hmm. Today I've got a Spindrift sparkling water. With uh, that's raspberry lime flavor, you and you finished um, right before we started. You finished a, a highball, oh, highball um, energy, which I recently found out has been discontinued I'm by so Anheuser Busch, and this could be tragic news for a person who might drink that drink every single day, or maybe it's good news for me. <laughs> maybe. A moment of silence for Lizzie's favorite drink. I'm so sorry. Oof, it's harsh. I'm still, you know, ordering whatever I can, buying it at um, Whole Foods when I see it, but. Yeah, this is uh, thoughts and prayers time for me. Thoughts and prayers for Lizzie and Highball. But anyway, I think we advised pretty good. I think so, but if too. you want more advice, text Lizzie. Text you can me. also email her at lacker at oregonian.com or find me on Twitter. I'm at L-I-Z-Z-Z-Y-A-C-K-A-R because some person took Lizzie Acker. That's fine. With two Z's, I'm three Z's. I was gonna say someone who shall not be named, but literally, <laughs> <laughs> we can so. guess her name. <laughs> the other Lizzie Acker. I actually went to high school with another Destiny Johnson. But anyways, all of that information will be in the description of this podcast, where you can find us on social media, how you can email us. You don't really need to email me, but you can if you'd like. You can get a hold of Lizzie through me if you need, but you can get a hold of her in many ways. Mm-hmm. We're on TikTok. We're on all sorts of stuff. Um, look on YouTube for this full video to see our lovely faces. We're very cute, so we it's are. worth watching. I've got a real cool Mir- Mirabelle from Encanto oh, necklace on. That she my, does. I believe my child helped me make. Um, it's incredible. And, you know, you can find everything, and I'm just going to say it again, at OregonLive.com slash Y-T-H-O. You have no idea how often I type and 
say out loud who though? Who? 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 Who though? But no, it's not who though, it's why though. It's why though. And um, thank you so much for giving some solid advice today, Lizzie. I really appreciate it. Thank you for helping. It's yeah. always a pleasure to see you, IRL. It's a pleasure to see you. Mm-hmm. And Exhausted by Mess, shout out to you. I hope yeah. you guys have a good one. Yeah, you, you're going to be okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Why Though the Podcast. Subscribe for weekly episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review. If you're looking for more Why Though, check out my column that comes out every Tuesday on OregonLive.com. You can support our local journalism by going to OregonLive.com slash pod support.